Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. You're 45. Hey, I'm not. not I'm 41. Okay, all right, calm down. Very excited. We, all right, now you're showing off just because mm-hmm. you've made a new buddy who you think you're going to get free tickets from at some point. Well, <laughs> trust me, I know how these showbiz types work. There ain't, there ain't no free tickets coming out of this guy. <laughs> There's nothing coming out of this guy. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to introduce you, Noel, in a way you've never been introduced before. Oh, excellent. I'm going to say star of musicals, a teacher, <laughs> a world traveller, a singer, performer... It's Noel Sullivan. Thank you very much. And he's got the most beautiful tan you've ever seen. God, he's dark, isn't he? <laughs> I look like I've... Look at the you, man. I look like I've ron-sealed myself, <laughs> don't I? Well done. Walk, I, I remember the young, pale lad. <laughs> and he walks in and he's, he's, he looks Asian. I don't know if that's racist to say that someone looks Asian. I don't no, know. no, I do have a little bit of Asian blood. In oh, me, do you? So, it's, you know, the sunshine brings her out. <laughs> I wear, OK, whereabouts is the Asian... What party well, family and where from? Well, you, I, d- I don't really know because I'm not in touch with that side of the family. <laughs> Oh, right. Much. Oh. But, um, I, I, I know it's in Contro- India somewhere. Controversy in the first two minutes. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. He doesn't, he doesn't speak to half of his family. Give me a high five for that one. Yes, well man. Done, mate. I don't speak to loads of my family as well. And part of me, sometimes I feel sad about it. Yeah. Part of me just thinks, yes. Makes it easier. Yeah, Makes definitely. it easier. Especially at Christmas time, you know. You don't, you don't, have, to... you don't have to like each other. That's me, me no. We oh, yeah. Like, well, families, thought, that's the rule oh, right, no one oh, tells you until you're a grown-up. You don't have to like each other. It's okay to admit you don't like each other. Now, yes. listen, that, I'm saying that's probably the, the, the first time you've been introduced like that, because I bet every time it's Noel from Hearsay. Yes. That, that, that must be the thing. And that was, that was, you were saying, 2001. Yeah. And that was, cause it's, it, it, we will talk about all the stuff you're doing now as well. We're going to get Fine. all the plugs in. Great. We're going to sell out your show that you're doing in Cardiff on April the 19th. What? Yeah, they even written What? Oh, mate. When I walked into your office just now, I was like, they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> they got their shoes off, they're eating takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were, you were um, brought up by the security man who yeah. was trying to tap you up for a job because everyone's got the sack. <laughs> he, tapping him up for a job? He was. Not in the way I like, though. So, uh, <laughs> but so he's not getting the job. You, you're right. So we're, t- we're going we're to plug everything, man. And, and you're right for an hour. Can we yeah, have you for an hour? Beautiful, right? So, but let's let's do the let's do the business. Let's do the, the business end of it. You, of course, were in hearsay. Yes. Um, and that was 2001. And what the series was? Pop stars. It was. Pop idols was the one after. Yeah. Pop stars was that the first one of this kind of modern? Yeah. It, yeah, it was the first time. So it wasn't like... Pick you know, me, it, Nigel. Yeah, that was the it was tagline, Pick wasn't me, it? Nigel. And there was like, 
and it was sponsored by a really hideous like fizzy drink as well that that lasted as long as PSA I think <laughs> really what was the drink yeah, I can't remember something awful though every flavour was just like hideous anyway that, I don't know why that's popped into my head the mouth that feeds him that reunion's never going to happen he never needs to drink that crap again yeah. <laughs> thank god it was, it was it was I mean we'd always had talent show and, and, and all this kind of Simon Cow stuff all it is is opportunity knocks with bells and whistles exactly. it's all the same thing yeah but this was I'm a big I mean I'm wearing a David Jones t-shirt I'm a big fan of the monkeys right yes. of, of I, I love those well they were the first version weren't they they were the first yeah. exactly I love those manufactured yeah Pop bands, yeah. and, and most pop bands are. And there's no shame in it. It's, I think it's a very credible way to, you know, to make a musical outfit. But this was the first time I think that we, as the British public, had seen. There was the, the the competition side of it, and that was that kind of one thing: the auditions and people coming through and all that. But this is the first time we'd seen the machinery in place. Yeah. Well, well, the, the idea of pop stars was not like a competition, as we know the X Factor now. Yes. It was a fly on the wall documentary about how to make a band. So there were no phone. Vo- that people say to me all the time, "I voted for you," and I think, "No, you never." <laughs> oh, were there no votes? <laughs> no, there was no votes. Right. It was just for yeah. We got picked by um, industry. It was Nick, it was was Nick Chapman, Chapman, Paul Adam, and Nigel Lithgow. Paul who? Exactly. That's Paul show Adam's business. Paul Adam's brother is Ray that rings up this show. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul really? Adam, like, he was a big boss at Polydor, and now he like, wow. works for Spotify. Yeah, okay. Ray still boasts about him. Okay, oh, well, yeah. there you go. Right. I should pay more attention to our callers. All right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, uh, yeah, they picked they picked us out of, you know, they, they this is the first time they had regional auditions as well. So, right. for me in Cardiff, there was, I think the only other audition I'd ever seen in the local paper was Barrymore's My Kind of People. Right. So... <laughs> That tells you how you know how sparse life was, and in those days. No, but I get that. Growing up, you know, I grew up partly in Manchester, and yeah. nothing ever happened to us. It was always you watch the TV, and it was always London kids that oh, seemed yeah, to get yeah, everything yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So for it to be in your backyard was a massive deal. You sound just like Suzanne now, who I think is listening. But she was the same. Like she'd, she, I mean, she came from a bit of a more of a showbiz background. She'd done the biz. So oh, it's like, I remember it, the biz. I yeah, love that. Exactly, the biz. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, same thing. Like they just. Really so you say it's been, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> Don't let him in a radio studio. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was the yeah. It's the first time that w- that we had um, access to to regional auditions and, and everybody piled in. So then they uh, who did we have? Yeah, Nigel and that they they whittled us down. They took. We had the regional auditions in Cardiff, and then we went to Manchester. Uh, when, well, when you when you did the, the thing in Cardiff, did you really? How what were you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Right. Okay. So yeah. kids. Yeah. You know, not Patron as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think? I've, I've done well in this. I'm, I'm going to go through. The, or were, you just, were you just kind of? Yeah, what, were you, was, what were you doing as an 18, 19 year old so lad? I, <laughs> so I just come back from my second. So I'd done a summer season in Ibiza. And doing what? Partying? So, pills? Well, what was this? Yeah, all of that. <laughs> uh, but it was working for. Um, I've worked for an entertainment agency out there. So oh, uh, no. we, we put on shows uh, in the hotels for for guests. Did so, you have to wear the big mascot outfits? No, 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 no. So oh, I right. actually. So we did. Show, so the first. It was really random. The first year I did a black light theatre of Prague show where you dress all in black on a black stage <laughs> under ultraviolet <laughs> lights and you do like so there's like a soundtrack that plays that, and then you put like you're talking on white basic, gloves or yeah all the things but all of the puppets are painted with UV paint yeah yeah I know so, the thing yeah yeah so basically like you take the whole set there you set it up and then you put on a show in the hotel and then like it lasts for like an hour and a half and then you're done it was that's like the best job I ever had because wow. obviously you're done by nine o'clock yeah. no one knows your face because you've got like a black scarf so, on your head drunk <laughs> 
people will clap whatever, won't exactly. they? Exactly, they don't care. They don't care. They're in an all-inclusive looking at magic. They're like, they're, this is the best show they've ever seen in their life. Um, so I did that for the first summer season and then I went back for the second summer season and I, I lasted for about four weeks and, and I was doing, I was singing a lot more and all that kind of stuff and I was just like, what am I doing? Like I'd finished my A-levels and I was like, they're like, one season was enough. If I stay here, you you know, you look at the you looked at that time at the older entertainers and they were like they'd been there their whole lives. They it. ran a bar, yeah. they did their circuit, and it was just dreary. Like it's a lovely island, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah, yeah. but I wanted more. Yeah. So I came home and literally the day I got off the plane, my mum was like, Have you seen this? And oh, it was a cutting mom. out of the paper. So uh yeah, just went, uh, so the plan was either to go to college to do musical theatre, that that was a plan for that September and I kind of applied to places and stuff and, and had quite good feedback and then yeah, and then this happened and it, I didn't question it. I was just like th- there was no there was nothing to compare it to. There was no exactly, nothing yeah. had been done like it before. So yeah. I I wasn't like, Oh my god, I'm gonna be a pop star and it's gonna be massive on telly. You didn't know because no one knew. Yeah. So I just went through the audition process and was like, Oh, this is good. I'm I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Um yeah, so they took us to took us to Birmingham, whittled us down again. Then, you know, then we did that all that green mile stuff in London at the Brixton studios where they took the final thirty and we all worked together and every day people got cold and we had to walk. Now were you it was Darius. Yeah. That was your series, was oh, it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, he he's evil, right? We can no, say that. No, he's not. He had a massive kind of resurgence, didn't he? A haircut and seemed to sort of well, calm he came down back a with bit. The Noel, He came back with the Noel skills, basically. Yes. He went away. He got his hair done like mine. He looked down <laughs> the camera and said, "I am mum." Like he stole my he stole my uh, <laughs> stole my groove. And he kept his his riffs a little bit tighter. Yeah, exactly. He, saw, he went away. He watched what I did and he, and he sorted funny? himself out. Eighteen years after it happened. I know you say you say Darius Britney Spears. You, yeah, but we can picture yeah. it, that, and that's how iconic. And that's just one scene, but that's how huge yeah. pop stars this the whole series was. It was getting like 10, 12, 15 million viewers. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, and this is and you forget it's like before social media. It's before, yes. it's before like massive Sky TV. You know, it's it's when we just had everybody was watching TV it was on a the phenomenon. Saturday night. Yeah, without before camera phones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can thinking of that of about the I had Nokia with a snake on, and that was like the coolest, most up to date phone yeah. ever. You know. Yeah. Playing snake. Just thinking, Imagine. you know, the, the way that you were kind of pushed into it, and you know, you're 19, you're a kid, you're just going from one audition to the next, not quite thinking about what might be about to be unleashed yeah. on you. Yeah. Thank God there were no camera phones. Thank God there was no yeah. Twitter. Because what happened to you? Oh, I well, was this, bad enough, wasn't well, it? Well, they went. Well, it, it's different because now, like, it's just different, isn't it? You, you now, if you went through the X Factor process or whatever, I just I. There's there's more support. There's more like there's less of that kind of hell that you would have online. But then we also had the press to deal with, which was a different beast back then. Mm-hmm. So all of the story, you know, I'd spent two summer seasons in Ibiza. I got up to mischief like anyone my yeah, age yeah, would have course, done at yeah. that time. And then then it's selling stories and and I in some ways that feels at that time it feels like. I feel like news is way more disposable now. You see something and then it's got it's replaced by something instantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the big deal was what's being printed in the papers on a Saturday and it affected things more, I think. So how much I I can't quite remember how much it was kind of almost happening live, wasn't it? Yeah, the episodes so, so, were being filmed and yeah, they go so, out that week. So basically when we got down to the final the final five and they moved us into a, a secret house in Mill Hill and we and, and we were probably about we moved in about six months ahead of the air date. Right. So 
it was catching up in real time. Up, yeah. So like the, pa- the the last maybe three or four episodes were as they they were editing that week. Wow. So um, yeah. So it, it so it, it was what was weird is that period of time when you're just recording stuff and you know just stuck in this house, just thinking, is anyone even going to watch this? Yeah. Right. And then obviously, well, it could like, have been a flop. You're right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Also, it was brutal. And again, another iconic moment that stands out that that would, that would never they would never say. Hopefully, well they might. I know where you're going with film. this, Kim. Kim Marsh, Nigel Lithgow telling Kim Marsh he was too fat and needed yeah. to yeah, lose... Yeah, but her reaction was perfect. Some, oh, she was incredible. Yeah. Um, n- needed to lose some weight. But it just shows how un... How this was the first time that the mm-hmm. fact that yeah okay you you guys are going to get shit on because that's we we know what happens in pop yeah. but the fact that even the people in charge were were saying stuff that looked terrible on yeah. TV but also there was no pretense right of anything other than if you don't like it you can jog on there's someone else behind yeah, you that yeah, will yes. come in whereas yeah, with the X Factor the now de- they built up from the start yeah, on yeah, to yeah. think that they're the next big thing yeah of course but even like the deal I remember going to sit in the lawyers when we were signing the deal and it was the last ten of us. So they hadn't picked, you know, they, they hadn't yet gone round to our houses to tell us we're in and all that stuff. And the deal was shocking. And, you know, you're there going, I'm signing my life away here and I'm not going to get anything for this. But the the solicitor, yeah, the lawyer was just like, listen, if you don't sign this, you're totally replaceable. They've got people waiting in the, the wings. Thing. And you're like, well, you know, to it's kids. better than... Presenting yeah. them with that. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, you don't, At the time, you're like, oh, my God, I'm just going to do it. And now looking back on it, I was like, everybody was just taking the mic. Or I imagine in the back of your head, you go, do you know what? I'll make it work. I'll make it work somehow. Just got to get off, my foot in the I'll, door. Bit, uh, but also, even just like the they paid us 500 quid a week to be on the TV show at that time. And I was just like, that was more money than I'd ever yeah. seen at that time in my life. I was working as a waiter. You know, like I was supporting myself through my A-levels. I, I'd had a job as long as I could work from where I was from, you know, mm. a single parent family and just like trying yeah. to... Trying to you know, yeah. so yeah. we should say because there, there will be some people. We've got, we've got kids listening. Uh, Hearsay was the band. The at the time, the fastest selling debut single is that right? Yeah, like yeah. five hundred thousand copies in a week, in a week, yeah. or something Hard insane. Copies, yeah. Um, uh, you must. You probably hate Hearsay because of the, the misplaced apostrophe. Catherine is very uh, punctuation. Police. Sure. <laughs> that, that apostrophe in between the here and the say that was just driving I didn't you nuts. hate hearsay. I could forgive them anything. Oh, well, and here's the thing. I mean, anything. Well, it, yeah. It, it was great. It was it was a great TV show. It was a great song. You guys were a great band. You were a perfect. It was. Pop yeah. It, band. it just did what it was supposed to do. Also, you were yeah. all dead approachable. There wasn't a Darius in there because no. Darius was pretty much set up as the villain, wasn't he? In a bit yeah. of a knob. And, and thankfully, he managed to turn it around <laughs> yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But you yeah. know, they definitely pitted you against each other, and it was yeah. like yeah. all the normal nice kids, and then him doing his Britney Spears <laughs> extended <laughs> remix. But they're all incredibly likable, impro- approachable. You know, the stuff with Kim. Everyone sided with her actually yeah. against Nigel, and he was setting himself up as Mr. Nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was his. But obviously, he comes from like boss of light entertainment. Yeah. He wants to make TV. To, the, yeah. You know, it's the first time when you like. Okay, we need we need TV stories as well because not just making the music. It's like making sure people tune in after the break yeah. so we can sell the crap pop. And let's have some, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's have some conflict, and if there isn't any, we'll make some. You mentioned exactly. the money. Did. Uh, 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 you don't have to go into specifics, but did you make any money out of out uh, of it? The only the only place that we made any money really was the uh, was the live tours. The arena you played big arenas, yeah, yeah. So that was great for us, like merchandise and all that stuff. Okay, so but you made money off the back of that, yes, yeah. But the TV show, the records, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I did just have a PRS check that's taken fifteen years to come through. Go on, how much? At three grand. Fifteen years though. <laughs> no, oh, that's terrible. Come on, it's terrible. Fifteen years. <laughs> 15 years, I was like, oh, my old manager's getting back in touch. I'm thinking, oh, 
Come on. Here we go. I mean, I'm not, it's not to be sniffed at, don't get me but, wrong, but if you look at what we sold... Oh, God. Come on. Um, anyway. The, the, the arena tour, that was... <laughs> not bitter. Not bitter, better. There we oh, go. Yes, exactly. Um, the arena tour, that was big, though. It's going to be... If I yeah, get it's right, going to be, be a handful of dates, yeah, and it, yeah, went, it, was, it went nuts. Yeah. The country, the country loved you. That was the thing for 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 a for while. A for a I second, know. For, for a, a short sniff. time, <laughs> here comes Alan Caddick. For a short time, the country loved you, and everybody was on your side. Yeah, that must have. Well, I don't. It must have been. I don't. I take that back. Was was that good feeling? Was it, was, uh, as, as a was young just, man, it, it, it was really be, scary. Scary. Yeah, of course, because it's like you locked in a house, and then you step out the next day when they announced who we are, and Trevor McDonald is on the news. <laughs> <laughs> And he's telling everybody, you know, oh, here's a, are these people. And you're like, what? It literally changed your life overnight. And I, you're not seeing your family. You're not like, yeah. there was no connection. So you're just getting, sw- you're just surrounded by, yes, people, you know, people who you don't even know. They're just there to make the money off you. It's, it's yeah, looking back on it, it was a, it was a crazy time. I, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being down on it because oh, I'm no, not. Like, it was an amazing, it was an ama- experience. Yeah, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And the performance side of things for me, will will never be topped you know like abseiling down from Wembley roof you know looking like we've jumped out of a helicopter that we've shot because we've got you know like it was <laughs> it was amazing the tour was amazing and I got to share it you know I made Susie is one of my best friends still I'm you know I'm God godfather to her beautiful boys are and, you really yeah oh and, isn't that lovely yeah with, and she was best man at my wedding uh, oh, <laughs> uh, she organised my stag do like she you know like oh that's lovely but, so even just for that now I look back on yeah. that as one of the most like like what an amazing thing to get out yeah. of that, you know, yeah. that that friendship. We need to take a quick break. Um, well, Alan, you, you're very welcome to come on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got we got singer, entertainer, performer Noel Sullivan in the studio. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I deal with that. You wait. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Oh, yes! We weren't listening. We weren't listening and we nearly got busted. I was. I was Catherine waiting. shut up. But she, you know, she shut up, but she didn't say, lads, no. I'm to stop talking well, about that. I thought that you were going to get to the good stuff. She was enjoying that. She was like, She's yes. old school BBC. Entrapment. Entrapment. See it. Now I know. No. Um, well, well, we're kind of jumping. We've got Noel Sullivan uh, in. Some of you will remember him from here. Say, so, uh, yeah, give Alan a call back. We'll get Alan. I'm sure he, uh, uh, Noel would love to talk to him. Um, we, we, we mentioned uh, Alan before the show. Um, okay, so how long was 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 the the, the bubble? The bubble from start. It was to a short finish. one. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like publicly, about a year and a half. Was that but, all it was? Yeah, yeah, for us, it was about two and a half. Yeah, two two years. Eighteen. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I'm saying it with such conviction. No, yes, felt... I think it was. Uh, no, I, I haven't got a clue. You felt like but... a proper pop band, you know, yeah. within well, a couple of months. Well, the thing is, we were so. We were so saturated, weren't we? So, like, if you if you imagine every media form yeah. just talking about us all the time, there is nowhere for that to go. There's no, there was never any take. You know, if you win X Factor now, they take you away for a year yeah. and, and sort you out properly. Any like stylists or music uh, music choices, or it was all happening in front of everyone. You know, so which is that, perhaps why Liberty X, who were formed from the people that didn't make yes, yeah. ESA, perhaps had a slightly longer pop yeah. career because yeah. they weren't being thrust everywhere by ITV. And- Exactly. Machine. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, they went away and they got Virgin got hold of them and, and made them into that band. But then, uh, equally, they just did a load of covers. So yeah. Were yeah. they in a better position than us in the long term? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I guess for the people that came after you, it's a bit like being the younger siblings, right? They can see what happened to you. 
little lessons are being learned all the oh, time. Of course, yeah. So each time it gets slightly better for them. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, you think that? Well, that. Well, yeah. Well, Pop Stars: The Rivals, which was the next version of Pop Stars, which came after Pop Idol, was uh, Girls Aloud yeah. and One True Voice. Right. And the poor boys, like, yeah, just yeah. Ne- they were the first, like, proper thrown into the abyss. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, they were the sac- sacrificed. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, first time you're on top of the pops. What was that like? Was that a thing? Was yeah, that yeah, a thing yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> it's still a thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I still show off about that. that As you of, should. Yeah, of course. Top of the Pops. We were on there all the time. <laughs> and I was that, watching a load today. Yeah, it's so... And you look... At, I look back at those videos. I'm like, look at us. Like, we're such babies, you know. Um, and yeah, Top of the Pops... Uh, Anton Deck. Was SMTV. it SMTV? SMTV oh, Live, Chums, all of that. When you got a, when you got a script and you were in Chums, you were yeah, just like, here's the thing about SMTV. <laughs> By that time, I was in my 20s. When 20 somethings were yeah. watching it, it wasn't a kids' yeah, programme. Yeah, because it was proper hangover TV, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Exactly. Yeah, I loved it. You could watch all the pop acts on CD UK and all that stuff. Perfect. Yeah, it was just great. We literally lived in that in that building. What for, was for interesting, and I sensed the change, but I didn't know it was quite so toxic until I was reading up on it today, is when Kim Marsh left. And it's, it, it, but what was, what's interesting about hearsay is it follows pretty much step for step the pop band story, yeah, but just but, compressed, yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. compressed. Yeah. Normal pop band story, maybe four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Yours, it was, it was, it was that, and everything happened so quickly. So Kim yeah. leaves for yeah. whatever reason, um, and you could have either gone on as a four piece, but you decided to get someone else, and there was that. I remember that show where yeah. you were auditioning, horrible, but it was, it was horrible. It was like a, it was like a, a market version of pop stars, yeah. wasn't it? It was like a cheaper. It was, was it, it was, just it on, was on ITV2? ITV2? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like go. a cheaper version of it, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember thinking. Okay, this is going to be an interesting yeah. storm. And you know that you don't want to do it. You've said you don't want to do it, but they're, you're they're all forced into on. it. Yeah, you're just they're cracking. Did on you have it. any say no. in your career no. at that point? No. They came in and said, "Right, you got this." No. Yeah, it. I remember even saying like they, they wanted to go with this the single off the second record to everybody, and I hated it. I was like, "This is so dry." It sounds like it sounded like a song by Five. It sounded it did like, sound like Five. Yeah, 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 it sounded like that. But also like so the Mel C. Um, Mel C, Brian Adams duet. Oh, it's yeah. like the same chord structure as that as right. well. And I was just like, this, come on. This is dry. <laughs> come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> like, we could do something better than this. And there were some really good tracks on that second album, I thought. But they didn't see the light of day in the end. So, uh, yeah, it didn't matter. Our opinions didn't matter. No, no, no. And so. that was set out from the start, wasn't it? It yeah. was, if you don't like it, you can jog yeah. on. And that's <laughs> not what we were there for. We no. weren't there to be, like, creative artists. No. But then... But then, having had that experience when you're 20, when comes the point when you're allowed to call yourself an artist? Like, it took me, it's taken me up until last year to realise that I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That because I didn't feel like I could own that because I was from a pop band and I was being told all the that, time that, that you're not worth anything because you were in a pop That's band. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Because your career since then is something you've built brick by brick. You yes. own it and you, and you deserve to be proud of it. Yeah. It's been a, like, the, the, I mean, I looking back on it now when I read my, you know, when I have to hand in my CV for stuff and I'm just like, yeah, I, I I have put in the hours now, yeah. and and it is something that can't be like taken away from well, me. Let, let's is... get there in a minute. Cause I I just want to get on. The, the, this is kind of getting to the end of the hearsay thing because okay. when the fifth member it was uh, Johnny, yes. somebody who'd been a dancer yeah. in the band, and suddenly that was the moment the public turned. The, the media turned, and then inevitably the public yeah. turned because yeah. people started screaming, "Fix! Yeah. This is a fix. It's one of their mates." And I remember watching and thinking, I'd say I like, I like pop bands. I like mm. pop bands. I like watching them. 
this it suddenly got really really nasty from the outside yes. with people nation's favourites suddenly now you you cheats and you liars and yeah, yeah, you yeah. scam artists. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Where because you guys we were doing, were? yeah, we had like proper Daphne and Celeste moments where we'd be singing at radio row shows and they'd be chucking cash, you know, like pennies and stuff no. at you, and, and you'd be like dodging them or like really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I hang remember, on, this decision that'd been made probably I'm, I'm imagining completely over your head as everything yeah, else was. Yeah, was suddenly yeah, put then, on your door. But then the the press sentiment had switched as well right. it was all That's about like thing. they started like digging up on stories about our families and about our pasts and about you know and you're just thinking everyone's kids at that point all they've done is ridiculous teenage stuff that is going to sound yeah. really terrible yeah but also, that's all we've done in our lives. So that's the biggest moments in your whole lives are being exposed every Sunday. Oh, teenagers, so every, teenagers yeah. shagging and taking drugs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, mind blown. You know, I don't, yeah, but you think you, 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 it's fine now. I'm like a man and I can look back on it and go, yeah, everybody's doing that. It doesn't matter. But when it's your own personal secrets for the first time and you're thinking, I don't want my, my nan to read that. Yeah. I don't want my mum to meet. I didn't, I didn't get into this for that side of things. I don't court publicity. I'm not... You know, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm not out there on red carpets. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm like just getting on with my job. So, what? So how? Yeah, how did that work? But so how did it? How did it end? Did you? Did you, the the four the four core, core four of you the five of you? Did you go? We're done. Yes. Did the contract end? No, no, no. It was basically we uh, we went out to America to record some stuff, and things got all a bit like. Just all a bit. It was all fractured anyway, and it all kind of came to a bit out, a bit of a head whilst we were out in the states. And then when we got back to London, we had a meeting, and we're just like, the only thing we can do now, like, is it is it worth just dragging ourselves through this for the sake of pop music right. and feeling this pain, or do we just club together and say we're not having it anymore? And we didn't tell our manager. We just we just phoned the sun and said we're. we're wow. So do you know what? Ironically, that thing they've been saying to you all along, if you don't like it, you can stop. Yeah. And we As did. a threat, you yeah. went, do you know what? We'll take you up on that because this isn't worth Who? it. Yeah, and you know, and the, the, it was that's the only thing for me that I'll say is the best part is that the end was our decision. You took control. Yeah. And we and, and that and it was the best thing we ever did. Who phoned the sun? Was it one of you or did you have it on speakerphone? I can't remember. That's because that's an incredibly remember. bold, you know, grabbing back the yeah. power. Yeah. I think it was I don't it was like just a it's all a bit of a first yeah, of course that it time. Is. Do you know of course what I mean? It is. Because it's it's still quite a... Yeah, it's not something that... And you, it is at that period I haven't like revisited very yeah. much. Uh, and are you cool talking about it? Is yeah, it not yeah, too yeah, yeah. painful or anything? No, no, I've just had... Yeah, and we are going to get things. on to this... I know, you've, I know you've been through a lot recently. We are going to get on to the, the, the hugely successful career. You haven't stopped working in the last 10, 12, 13 years. But d- d- we were talking during the break the, that 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 period after any pop band goes you, you you're dirt you know yeah. no, no no one wants a, a former pop star yeah. for, for oh, a year and as much as the public like a success story they do in love, this country, they love kids that have been blown look at them they thought they were yeah it, so yeah, yeah and and, and, and you know I went back to Cardiff and like my hometown is not an easy place like I love it dearly it's you know it's it's made me who I am I love Wales but to go back that like. It's a vicious place on a weekend anyway, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got into so many, like, scuffles, and, and that's totally not me either. Like, you know, to... you, you end somewhat, And uh, people look for it from you. People yeah. want you to be up your ass. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They, yeah, want, yeah. They, they want you to, so they can say... Well, that idiot oh, I saw him, yeah. and he was a... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, I had loads of that. Loads also, of, like, the number of encounters... I've heard people say to me, oh, I met such and such, and they were an idiot. Where'd you meet them? Oh, it was, it was, it was in a queue at a thing. Right, so you spent two minutes with them, and you've based that two minutes when who knows what 
was yeah, happened yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows what's going on? Like that two minutes where they might have been a bit short or didn't want a picture or whatever. Yeah. You've got from that that they're an idiot and yeah. they're a dick. Here's something else I've noticed. People who are not used to seeing people that they see on the telly have one of two... Well, all right, maybe three reactions. One, not saying anything at all. Two, being really nice to you. Three... They desperately want your attention somehow, so they just pick, they just pick on you for some you know Mm-mm. for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, aggression. Yeah, I didn't in th- that part of it for me like that probably scared me into pursue you know like for the next part of my career I didn't know what to do because I was scared of trying to pursue that because it felt like such a scary mm. thing at that time. You didn't, and then and then, and then you, the social life goes out the window because you don't want to leave the house yeah. and everything else tumbles. Did down you think that. about jacking it all in? The, not, I don't mean killing yourself. I mean the, <laughs> maybe you well, did yes. as well. Maybe you did <laughs> yes, that. but the career. Um, did you think? Uh, do you know what? Well, that's done. I'm going to go and get a nice office job now. And no, no, because I oh, I only knew music. Yeah, like it was my passion. I'd been singing since I was six. I, it was my only. Is the only way I knew joy. Really, you know, uh, mm. and and actually, it was getting. I, I decided to represent myself for a little while afterwards because I didn't trust anyone. No, no, so you just got the power back. You don't want to give it to exactly, someone else. Exactly. So my first job was I went out to play Danny Zuko in Greece at the Jersey Opera House for a summer season. Wow. And I worked... My Sandy was Claire Buckfield, who is... She used to go out with Deck. Yes, years. I remember her. Remember? She was She's she in 2.4 Children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, her and Julie, the, like, the, and they were in Grange Hill. Yeah. And all that stuff. Um, but Claire, uh, Claire was uh, in, in the show with me. And... I just she was great because she'd had so much experience and and I remember going there really like really scared and then feeling the warmth of a theatre cast for the first time. They are just they're misfits and they're bonkers and they've all had like they've all they were all the, like the weird kids at school who nobody wanted to hang around with because they were dancing and singing all the time. But actually, before it was cool to do that, yeah. you know, before yeah. becoming a pop star was a thing, yeah. you know, when I grew up, it wasn't cool to do that. It was, you, you know, especially and you for meet, a boy, exactly. And so you meet all these people, and then suddenly you're like, oh my god, I'm in a fa- th- that, that's my family, that's yeah, my family, yeah. you know, these and, are me, these yeah, people exactly. get it, exactly. And you can say anything in the theatre. Anything, I swear to God, anything, and no one bats an eyelid. No one ever goes, that's weird. Yeah. And you just, yeah, and, and, and that's where I found my home. So it didn't matter how, how much confidence had been knocked bit by bit. And that's why I stayed in it for so long, because I just felt that's where I feel like I belong But there. also yeah. as well, to do, and you've done loads of musicals. We'll, we'll go through them. We'll go through them. You, you've done loads, and uh, big roles in musicals as well, which you've got to be good and you've got to be able to work hard yeah. to, su- to sustain any career doing that kind of stuff people go look at look at pop groups and go well, it's just a bunch of idiots just dancing and singing anyone yeah. can do that well actually no not everyone can do it and it, no. you've the fact that you've carried on working shows that you have got the talent yeah. and the dedication to make a career yeah I, I, they, they were a couple of like they're they're obviously in theater and and i i get asked this quite a lot because i do think there's a place for people to be in shows if they have if they haven't got the talent sometimes because i think if if a celebrity draws people to the theater who yes. wouldn't usually go there yeah. and they're I going think, to see them exactly i think there's power in that and i think I, I, and you know and I, I hate it within my industry the people who are like well they shouldn't get the jobs we've trained for all these years yet yeah, but they have but they've got the profile that bring the bums on seats and make sure everybody Everyone gets else paid gets a job, yeah. yeah exactly so that's the one thing but but secondly there have been a couple of careers uh, a couple of roles in my career that that changed things because then they suddenly went 
So I was the first. I was the first. In, uh, I was the first British person to be cast you as Galileo. I nearly said did. English. I nearly did. Don't I know your my people. family. I, I know I'm going home on Friday. They'll set me on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, I was the first British guy to be cast as Galileo in We Will Rock You in, wow. ten, in ten years. Wow. So that, they'd always had. They'd had like covers who were who were British and stuff, but uh, but I was also the first person who had ever had like come from a pop background to play that role i did it for 18 months on tour and then brian may said will you come and play it at the 10th anniversary at the dominion oh come on mate that yeah. do wouldn't it you know so when you're just think like about it brian yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so it's, it's that moment where i'm just like then for me and that was only in 2012 but at that moment i was like i'm here now yeah i've arrived that's this validation yeah, from exactly. someone who knows their stuff yeah. exactly and also no one's doing any favors you are there because yeah. you deserve to be and i've auditioned the best for, for the i've auditioned 10 times for that role yeah. you know I've yeah. beaten off all the co- competition. Right, we're no, going to have a quick no, break. No. <laughs> Let's leave no, it no, there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to have a quick break. When we come back, we're going to introduce you to Mr. Alan Caddick, who's Great. a regular caller to the show. Lovely. Um, and maybe you, dear listener, we've got, we got Noel for another 20 minutes or so. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Voice of Reason is on Talk Radio. Hello, I'm James Whale. Get in the ring with the legendary James Whale. When I say hang on, will you shut up? The radio presenter who isn't afraid to tell you what to think. Quite frankly, this is the most ridiculously stupid idea I've ever heard. Hard-boiled conversation from the man with the pinball smile and the cue ball head. This man needs to be called to account. So where is he? Can we get his home number and ring him? All hail the whale. I'm, I'm, I'm being over rude, I know. The James Whale Show. Tomorrow night from 7 on Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, Cobbers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm loving this. Noel Sullivan is here and, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so is Mr Alan Caddick. Hi, Alan. I remember seeing you at the NEC Arena in September 2001. Wow. You remember him, right? Yeah. And how much did you pay for a ticket, Alan? It was a college trip. Oh, okay. So, are you, are you, I've got to check. Are you calling for a refund? Were you disappointed with the performance? <laughs> no, I was a big hearsay fan. Yes. Well, it's really good because I haven't got the cash to give it back to you anyway. <laughs> you got £3,000 the other day, young man. We know exactly how, we know literally how much money uh, you have got. About- Do you want to chastise him for uh, murdering uh, Monday Monday by the mamas and the papas? Is that, <laughs> is that what you're calling in for, Alan? No, we're asking him a serious question. Oh, oh okay. Serious question time. All right. Have you ever thought about going into soaps like Kim in and Coy or Suzanne in Emmerdale? Have you ever gone into soaps? Because that's how TV works. You think about it. Yeah, and, it and then it happens. You just have to ring them up and say, I'm ready now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I have auditioned for a couple of soaps, actually, and I've never got them. So. P- Publicum? No, no, I can't speak well. I can't. <laughs> what okay. did you call me? <laughs> 
I don't think you got your pronunciation quite right there. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, I have auditioned for some. I haven't got them. Um, yeah, there you go. Well, Alan, do you know any any producers of like EastEnders or or, or, or Emmerdale that could maybe help? No, maybe Kate Oaks. Kate Oaks. Who's who is Kate Oaks? She's a lady in charge at EastEnders now. Right, have you got, have you got, got Kate Oaks? Yeah. <laughs> What's her number, Alan? I don't know Well, number. you're a fat lot of good you are, mate. <laughs> Sorry, no, I thought I thought we had a, a sniff of a gig there. Thought it was we were going to get you get you a job, get you back on the telly. Now, you've been back on the telly, you were saying. <laughs> Welcome to my world. This is our flipping job, oh mate. Oh, my God. How dare you laugh? What a this job you've got. This is how we got. feed our kids. I'm just jealous. <laughs> By the way, you're welcome anytime you want. Thank I love you, you mate. I've Thank always so been a big much. fan of yours. Oh, I knew we'd get Likewise, on. mate. I, oh, do you know? I, do you know? I was. Uh, I, I I loved not the nine o'clock news when yeah. I was. Like, well, that good because I wasn't on it, mate. I was on the eleven o'clock show. Oh, yeah, I've oh, kicked it. You hear that, I Suzanne? Oh. You hear that, Suzanne? We tried to get you, oh, Suzanne. Mate. We got blocked, <laughs> so we went. Well, let's go for the. Let's go for second best. But Danny said no. <laughs> So we got Noel instead. You hear that, Suzanne? Oh my God, the shame of it all. Yeah, the shame oh, that's of like, it. That's like when don't people worry. say, don't um, "Yeah, don't worry, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry." But you are you are acting. You're just telling us yes. that you're in a big TV show. I am. Are you, yeah. are you allowed? To, are you allowed to talk about it? I don't it, know. Right? But, but I've already but we talked about it now anyway. I don't, no, I've, I've like whilst the I was TV show, it, you we can. were yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, it's a new Russell T Davis drama. Oh. <laughs> Uh, on BBC One. That's the Doctor Who man, right? Yes, and the Queer as Folk man. Oh, yes. right. Uh, so he, he's written a new drama which is amazing. And is, it, is it gay people travelling through time? No, no, but there are gay people in it. Okay. Um, gay people travelling through time is the uh, other one with John Barrowman. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Torchwood. That Touch, Torchwood, that's it. I yeah. actually really like that. T- Touchwood, I Touchwood. think. Touchwood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all, all kinds of stuff happens in that yeah. TARDIS. Yes. Um, yeah, so basically. Uh, TARDIS with a glory hole. Imagine. <laughs> I don't you can say glory hole on British radio. Let's move on, Noel. You've lowered the tone. I wish we'd got you, Suzanne. I really do. I'll start writing the email now. Yes. I hope she's, uh, she hasn't messaged. Maybe she's not listening. She's listening to Talk Sport. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, he he knows a lot about Chelsea. I mean, this is incredible. Go on, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, so back to the... What were I talking about? Russell T. Davis. Right, great. Thank you. Thank you. Russell T. Davis. Uh, yeah, so it's called Years and Years. Uh, it's, I think it's coming out in May sometime, but it's... Um, it's basically uh, it's about a family uh, in Manchester, and it's set like in the not too distant future okay. when, when a kind of uh, geopolitics has gone kind of right wing and, and wow. a bit nuts. And what do you mean gone? It's with there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, so yeah. I voted Brexit. Okay, but even more, even more so. Okay, <laughs> oh, it's, it's like what's going to happen in twenty years' time. Yeah, and and um, yeah, there's some really. It's really interesting. Technology is a bit crazy in it, and it's a bit kind of dystopian, you know, in its way. But I, and I just feature a few scenes in the first episode. But is this your first TV acting? No, I thing? did. You've a, done I, others. I did another BBC drama about two years ago called Ordinary Lies. Which okay. Was, um, well, the second series of Ordinary Lies, where I played a <laughs> forklift truck driver lad. Okay. What? Yeah, wow. I got to learn how to. Go. Did you I, do I, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah basically, if this what, all goes in, in tits out, go- yeah, yeah, I can go and get a job in Costco. <laughs> Transferable skills is what it's all about. <laughs> I've got it all going on. Yeah, you're going to uh, find some clips of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've done. Yeah, I've done a couple of good TV. You know, yeah. it's um, yeah, some some quality stuff, uh, which is it's hard, isn't it? Because it's those gigs are so few and far between. But if I if I keep just kind of. Cracking on and with what's this? You're one of the twelve Irish tenors, I believe. <laughs> I was. Is, is that correct? How many of the twelve Irish tenors were actually from Ireland? None. 
None. The majority were Australian. <laughs> oh. And there's an amazing clip. I'll see if I can find it. It's on one of my friends' Did Facebook. Did you have to sing with an Irish accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on, go on to do with, go When on then, Irish eyes are smiling, <laughs> all the world looks bright and gay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not an accent. I can. It's like one of my special skills, but not now. Um, so, so, well, so, I think we should be continuing the rest of the conversation in this. Well, accent. we can if you want. That'll be fine. So basically, I'd uh, like that too. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe okay. Not. All right. It was all going so well. There we go. Um, so yeah, I've got. There's a clip um, on one of my friends' Facebook. We we basically went to uh, a morning breakfast show in Nevada. Yeah. Um, a news show. You know, you you can imagine the type like purple kind of well a bit like this she did yeah. <laughs> you can make it purple if you want yeah oh can you change the light yeah. colour yeah Kath doesn't know how this works though so, so good luck <laughs> yeah and also rubbish radio yeah. she's changing it now it's that was it you had it there, yeah, there, I'll there we go okay now I'm back in the zone uh, so basically um, they took the, they took the 12 of us to this studio with a boom box and a CD oh no and they were like right okay um, so we did the first song and then the presenter's like I'm the biggest fan you know I've been to see the show so many times it's you guys are great um go and see them at the El Dorado casino um and then they go you're gonna sing when Irish eyes are smiling and only four no only eight of the 12 Irish tenors sang it in the actual show <laughs> so I went oh mate we, we we don't we don't know the words for this and they were like we'll just sing the choruses and I was like well what do we do for the song like what anyway they didn't we had to stand there and there's this amazing clip where that the song starts and everyone starts swaying and they all start singing Hell for Leather and it gets down to four of us on the end and we have lost it completely. Like for the whole song, we're just like, just, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to the boys like, to keep, keep smiling, keep smiling. It's, it's glorious. Wow. I'll have to send you send it to us. Now, I the reason I, I can't quite remember how it came into my timeline, but you wrote a thing a couple of weeks ago. I saw it a couple of weeks ago about yeah. mental health. It was last week. Last week. Yeah. And about... Um, how you've been struggling recently, but you'd kind of turned a corner and things were, were looking better and you yeah. felt that you were on the up again. Yeah. Uh, how, are, how are you? Um, I guess is the, the basic thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, it's, it's always hard, I think. Um, but the more, the more work you do on it, I think the better it becomes because you, you start to be able to feel, yeah. uh, to understand it a little bit more. For years, there was just constant noise in my head and... It wasn't always good noise, and I didn't know how to turn it off. And I, there were loads of factors. There were loads of stuff from my, you know, I had a lot of kind of traumatic events from my childhood. A lot of things that I probably should have addressed around the time that you would usually address, kind of turning into adulthood, maybe mm. at university. Uh, my sexuality being a massive one of those. You were, um, you were told to keep it quiet that you were gay. Yeah, well, I, can't, I, can't, I basically I didn't really. I was at a time when I didn't really know. I was still kind of, yeah. you know, I was calling myself bi and I was 18 and, yeah. you know, and I was in Ibiza. God. <laughs> you know, at that time in my life, anything. Loving it. Yeah, exactly. Loving I just it. didn't care. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. at, at that time as well, sort of this, the turn, mm. the late 90s, early, early 2000s, it was all about sexual experimentation. You didn't yeah. have to choose, did you, at yeah, that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but it, also I'd grown, I'd grown up in... in in Cardiff during the 90s where there Gosh. was really not much outlet for that kind yeah. of stuff I found my love in the darkness yeah. you know um, you know in clubs and yeah. and, 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 and just like there, there was no social way of being gay apart from underground at that time for yeah. me and so I, it always felt like it was always connected to like booze and drugs and you know and, and just meaningless sex and mm -hmm. all that stuff to kind of because that's how it 
was discovered, and which is not the right way for anyone to it wasn't discover love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you don't understand that. I didn't understand that. So that's all part of like my, my. Yeah. you know crazy head and then you chuck hearsay on top of that and then they tell you I, I I told them in the auditions that I'd you know I don't know what I am but you know I've had these experiences and and they came to me and they were like if you basically if you want to be in this you don't discuss this anymore oh but from a tv perspective i can understand it's like a multi-million pound thing that they don't know if it's gonna you know isn't that at- funny you're still justifying it yeah, you're still just. I'm not criticizing no, no, you no, for no, it. No, 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 you know, no. But, I know it's wrong, but I, I can see their point. Like that's what I'm saying. I know, yeah, like it damaged yeah. me, but I know why. If you if you're a business and you want to make sure that this thing is going to be perfect, like I know it. Yeah, I shouldn't justify. I don't it. want to undo all do the work know? that you've done no, no, recently no, no, with your no, therapist. No, no, so no. I'm not criticizing. No, 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 no. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I shouldn't just. It is completely wrong, and it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, but I get them, it. Like, you telling them that should have been their Q2, right? Okay. Well, yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Let's protect you. Yeah, let's make of course. Sure you're all right. But yeah, yeah. And it was just like shut up. Yeah, and and they okay. tried to they tried to use it a little bit later. Oh, it's so boring. But it's 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 yeah. I've just found that whole time a, a damaging time really because at that age where you're supposed to be exploring yourself and. You, you know, tr- wearing crazy clothes and I don't know whatever it is that you do a, yeah. a, as a teenager making mistakes. Yeah, exactly. They 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 package you up and they tell you what to wear, what to say, and 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 who to be. And that was for me. That was the most damaging thing ever. And I don't ever think I understood it fully for ages because then you go into that the next step, which was the hatred from the public, and then you're dealing with all of that, and you don't have time to. And then you're just burying all of these feelings mm-hmm. and just not enjoying yourself. So it's taken a long time. Then, then there's the financial worries and the, all of that stuff, and, the, and getting a career for yourself that that you feel like you, you have to hold on to with with both hands. And so, my personal, my mental health never was at the top of my list of priorities mm. for years and years and years. And actually, it was meeting my husband, meeting my partner James, uh, my husband. Uh, He's the first person really who has allowed, you know, he, t- he took the reins for me and allowed me to not have to worry about money for the first time. He, I, I was a, basically I kind of burnt out in musical theatre because it was so, you know, it, it absorbed so much of your energy. And I got to the point where I, I felt like I wasn't doing it justice because I wasn't happy. Mm. And I was like, I've got the best job in the world. Why don't I feel happy? I'm, you know, and yeah and I know it started affecting my mm-hmm. you know it, it was affecting our relationship and all that kind of stuff and yeah I, I, he has allowed me to have that breath and to to it, it all came to a head last Christmas basically and I some guy came up to me in a pub and was like and I wasn't ready for it and he said will you come out for a drink and I was like I'm not really in the mood but I went anyway and this guy, and I felt like a superhero without my cape on you know mm. I'd just been on the sofa for the <clears throat> afternoon and this guy came up and went oh you're that guy from here say what you're still doing all that singing and that and it's so stupid it's such a little thing but I wasn't ready and it and it like it was like an arrow through my armor yeah and it, I know it's stupid but I was like I don't why am I I feel like I have to justify myself to you and I got really upset and I walked out the bed I burst into tears and I lost I just lost my shit it's and not stupid at all because what you're talking about is a drip 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 over years and that guy yeah. got you right at the moment when yeah you and were it broke rawest. the dam and and I rang my mum and I was just like I can't do this anymore like I just don't I don't know what to I don't know how to cope anymore and I don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm. So I went to the doctor and said all of this and then, you know, went on the way to nest for therapy and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, slowly but surely kind of built myself back up. But it's been, yeah, the last year 
and what's what's amazing about it is that I have had these beautiful creative moments because I've had this space mm. to think. Like I've done some nice work and I've been writing and and things that I never knew that I wanted to do. I'm exploring, and it's all part of this process. Do you think it was a breakdown or a breakthrough? Uh, it was a breakdown, and then I think oh, you know, getting back was the breakthrough. Um, yeah, and 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 I was sitting, I was sitting on a beach in Thailand last week with my husband, having had, you know, this amazing experience of teaching and passing on my knowledge for the first time in my. In how Thailand. many how many kids were you teaching? So, so yeah, so we did a we put on a Queen concert in Jakarta at the uh, British School in Jakarta uh, with two hundred eighty eight kids, Dear twelve God. groups. We did a whole we did a number with we did Don't Stop Me Now with Year Eight. Which I, you know, it's like a bunch of twelve-year-olds who don't want to be there. <laughs> but we made them, you know. Then we had them dancing. Yeah, and, I bet you know, you did. yeah, I bet it was great. great. Um, so yeah, we 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 done this. Um, I'd never done it before. My my James is a choreographer and a and a teacher and a wonderful dancer. So it was. Um, so he's used to doing it and and also really gobby. So like I, I'm just used to seeing him take control of room. So it was nice to to put myself in that position. Anyway, we we got to Thailand and I was just on the beach and I was just like. We've cut, I look like in the last eighteen months. We've I've come so far, like, and I haven't discussed it. And I think part of your healing as well is sharing it because then you realise it's not a dirty little secret. Your, mm. your sexuality is not a dirty little secret. Your, um, your your crazy thoughts are not a dirty little secret. If you let them out and you share them, they it you realise that there are loads of people in the same in the same space as you. The same like they need help too, or. They don't need help, or they can help you because they've been they've there. Been or, through it, yeah. yeah, and 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 the minute you start talking about it, the more like I've just found it so so amazing. Like the messages I've had from people who I've known for years, and the, and they go, I had no idea you were dealing mm. with that. Well, of course not, because I'm like a joker face. I put mm -hmm. on the smiles, and everything's okay, but it's not okay. And my point was, I think it's now more than ever so important to just tell people when you're not okay, because you know you could just get washed away. And you know, too many people are dying. Yes. Too many people are dying yeah. when actually they don't need to. And I don't know how close you came to it. I've certainly come oh, very, yeah, very close yeah. to Someone, it. You know, yeah. I've looked it in the face and um we're here tonight. You're here tonight because of that that, that post. So I'm really I'm really glad that you wrote it. So, yeah, you know, and thanks thank for reaching for out. It's amazing. Like, hey, listen, yeah. we're we're kind of out of time. You are doing a show April the nineteenth. Yes, I am in Cardiff. In Cardiff. Where yeah. is that? What is it's, that? Okay, so it's at the Wells Millennium Centre, which is at the the most brilliant uh, place in Cardiff, and I'm doing my one man cabaret uh, called if you don't know me by now <laughs> I love it I love it I want to see it I thought, I thought I'll just like set it up for the you know the next show I'll just do Noel puns for the for the whole thing um, but uh, yeah so basically it's a it's a journey through like my my musical influences and the shows that I've been in and the the music I was brought up on and uh, and music that I'm a fan of um, and I just tell I just talk like this really wicked uh, well I could great. sit and listen to you all night if you do one anywhere near or a night that we can get to we would both love to come I will let you know where, do, 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 where, where's the best place to get tickets we'll follow you on Twitter uh, or go to the Wells yes uh, on the yeah you can get tickets on the Wells Millennium website right. uh, a Millennium Centre website and you um, are the Noel Sullivan on Twitter is that at the Noel Sullivan on Twitter Noel and Sullivan. Instagram. Hey man, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you. Honestly, we're not just saying this for bullshine purposes. You, anytime you want to come back, you're in town, you want to pop in for an hour, you'd be very, very welcome. Thanks, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed 
chatting and listening to you. It's, Thank uh, you. I think you're, you're one of the good guys, so <laughs> hang in there. Um, we will carry on as, with your phone calls in a bit. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 